Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to give our spoiler-free thoughts about House of the Dragon, Episode 9, the penultimate episode, which is titled The Green Council. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audible, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to our show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. Or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, we've we're it's finally we're recording here on a Saturday. It's finally the weekend. We're in the the midst of spooky season, right in the smacked out of the middle of October. Like yes, we're here. Watching any spooky movies lately? Well, I, I saw Halloween ends last night. Obviously, we'll be covering that shortly. Um, I also watched rewatched X. Just felt right. Uh, Pearl's coming November. She's coming to yeah. Blu-ray. And um, I also have have some some big news as to far as far as a show I've started. I started Daredevil. Oh, there we go! Nice. I thought you were gonna say Game two of- episodes in. I thought you were gonna say Game of Thrones for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> you know, Devin's just like I just love this world so much. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna watch. Yeah, just, all just dive seasons. in. <laughs> Three seasons of Daredevil feels like a lot, so we'll see how long this takes. It is a lot. I think it's like ooh, like twelve or thirteen episodes, something like that per season, hour each. Yeah. So it like when I watched it, it it took me a while because I think I watched episode no, sorry, season one and two back to back, and then right before season three came, like right before season three came out. Um, unfortunately I did watch the defenders, but yeah, just watch a, just watch a recap video because it just makes, it really is a daredevil story, but like, it just makes it even longer. But yeah, if you skip from two straight to three, you're going to be so lost. So definitely take a break after two, get that, that recap in there before you, you move on. But, um, as for me, as you know, I also watch Halloween's end. Halloween ends, not Halloween's ends, um, this past, well, a few days ago. Um, I'm thinking, I'm trying to figure out, since I've finished Bly Manor, I, there's two more Flanagan movies I want to get to, but I want to take a bit of a detour. I uh, picked up Evil Dead 1 and 2 during the, it was like a second Prime Day sale that they had going on. There was a few okay deals there. I was like, yeah, but the ones that I did pick out, they were like 10 bucks each, which is awesome. And yeah, I, I picked got, up two. I already had one. They look really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be my first time watching them. Um, I got to watch both of those. I need to watch the Batman, of course, because that is a very Halloween movie. And I got to watch the Shaun of the Dead trilogy, which I've actually never seen. You've never even seen Shaun of the Dead? No, I've never seen oh, it. Oh, that's one of my favorites. It's so good. The whole trilogy <laughs> is really good, but Shaun of the Dead's like special yeah that's what people keep telling me i've i've seen some clips and stuff but yeah i've never watched it all the way through so i picked up that trilogy the 4k trilogy i think it was like only 20 bucks but apparently it's very hard to find them and i was like well here they are so 
Yeah, I think those are going to be the ones I watch. And as well, I got to finish my Scream run. I got to do Scream 3, Scream 4. And, of course, I have to top it all off with the Fear Street trilogy. <laughs> yep. And then, of course, I might make my round back to the last two Flanagan movies. I think it was like his first feature film. Then there's another one. Uh, it's not Gerald's Game. It's not Hush. I've already seen both of those. Um, there's another one he made, and I can't remember the name of it. But, yeah, I got there's those two. Oculus, and there's Ouija. Those are the two. Yeah, those are the yeah. two that I need to watch. So have you seen either of those? Yeah, I've seen both. The The first Ouija movie was, was really bad. And then he made that sequel and everyone was like, wow, how is this so good? Because the first one was so bad. And he was just like, well, I'll take over. Hey, Mike Flanagan really knows how to do his thing. And I also, I want to point out a few days ago, the earlier this week, um, it was the four year anniversary of uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Not only was it the four year anniversary for that, but it was also, I think, um, I don't know if it was his third or fourth year of Mike Flanagan uh, being sober. So I definitely, I, that, that just makes Haunting of Hill House probably that more special because it came out on the that anniversary, which is really awesome. Uh, marking like probably like his first year or something of that nature. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. I thought it was pretty cool. But yeah, those are a few uh, spooky things that I'm going to, I'm going to try to chuck through as many as I can this weekend. Cause now I was worried how long this is going to take me to go through blind manner. And like, okay, now I've gotten like the last series, you know, horror series out of the way. Now I can just kind of blow through these movies. So it should be, I should be good to go. I want to pro- start, start from the bottom and work my way up and see how far I get. But um, with all that said, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we are here to talk about the one, the only penultimate episode of House of the Dragon. Again, that is titled The Green Council. And uh, as we've been doing before, of course, this will not be dropping until 10 p.m., um, a hour after the air date because we got some uh, some updates from the big man upstairs from Warner Brothers. But I want to take this time to thank Warner Brothers for allowing us to um, get these a little bit early for you guys. Um, we're not we're not able to do pre coverage uh, moving forward, so that's another thing I wanted to. Uh, tell everyone before we kind of move on with this review, of course, we are going to be talking about spoilers from episodes one through eight, if you haven't seen those. But for episode 10, um, we will not be getting um, uh, screeners sent for those. Uh, Warner Brothers kind of sent us an email saying, you know, that we, we have to watch that real time, which is understandable because, you know, spoilers and things they don't want you know, all the big secrets to be getting out. So we will be covering episode 10. I believe we're actually thinking about doing a spoiler for that one since we um, have to watch it, um, you know, when it airs, when everyone else watches it anyway. So this will be the last spoiler-free review we do for the um, the entire season one coming to the end of the road. But I wanted to throw that out there really quick. So, of course, we're going we're gonna to be getting into our introductions, our initial reactions of this, our final thoughts. We're not going to give our ratings until episode 10, which will be, again, that will be spoilers because that's probably going to drop on like a Monday, like the Monday after, because, again, we're not going to be getting any pre-screeners for that. So... Just wanted to throw that all out there. So it's all out in the air and I feel a lot better, but (laughs) that was just a handful to say. But Devin, are you ready to travel back to Westeros to talk about uh, the Green Council this episode? 
the penultimate. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to House of the Dragon, episode nine, titled The Green Council. The road ahead is uncertain, but the end is clear. We are better defended. Against him. Whomever may dare to challenge us. The threat of war looms. The gods have yet to make a man who lacks the patience for absolute power, Your Grace. And we are back. You just heard a little snippet of House of the Dragon, episode nine. Again, this is the penultimate episode, the second to last episode of season one, titled The Green Council. So we're just going to kind of dive on in here uh, for our initial reaction. So I'm going to pass it over to Devin because... I've been talking up a storm, so I'm going to pass it over to him so he can give his initial reactions for House of the Dragon Episode 9. So, Devin, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see how this one is received because there are definitely some interesting decisions that were made, um, especially with certain uh, outcomes that we, we can't really discuss. But it's just, it feels like a character that I've not really had any information about just kind of rose to power here. I don't really know much about him. We haven't really gotten to know him very much throughout these episodes, especially since the uh, the last time jump. What was it last episode where this character kind of uh, sprouted again? Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, definitely with I mean, with everything that has been happening, you know, everything with Rhaenyra's children. And then, of course, you have Allison's children. You have, you know, Aegon, who is the technical firstborn son of the entire of of Viserys's line um even though you know Rhaenyra is his firstborn child altogether but I I do agree um to a point but I'll let you finish up here and I'll give my thoughts yeah there, there's some um once again there's some there's some action built up to the at the end which which they've been doing these past few weeks which which definitely works out well um, I think there's two very specific characters that are sidelined this episode that are just waiting to be unleashed in the finale. You just know they are ready to uh, wreak some havoc eventually when they when they hear some of the news that has been has been dropped in the world. And I'm definitely looking forward to that. So I think it's it's good that um, we know that they're coming more than likely, and that it's going to be some drama. It's going to be some a bloodbath probably. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like that is something that you can come out and say since this is dropping after the episode. Uh, Rhaenyra and Damon are not in this episode at all. They, this is all about the Green Council. This happens literally like a day or two after the king dies, which we have seen in episode eight. So, you know, they're on Dragonstone doing their own thing. But, you know, things, especially what happened towards the end of episode eight, when Viserys is on in his deathbed, excuse me, and he's talking to um, Allison, even though I don't, you know, he's not in his right state of mind. I, I think he thinks he's talking to Rhaenyra and um, Allison overhears him saying, oh, you know, the prince that was promised, you know, he's he's actually talking about Aegon the Conqueror's vision. And that is why he, you know, when, when he came to uh, 
conquer Westeros and all, you know, forge, uh, uniting the, the seven kingdoms together. It's, I guess you can kind of view it as like a technicality and we see the aftermath of like the day, um, or two days, about two days after of this, um, of this miscommunication in a way, because obviously we know that Viserys is not talking about Aegon, his son, but Alicent's takes it as, oh, you know, our son Aegon, you know, as she said in episode eight, and the episode kind of runs with it from there. Obviously, she was the only person there to hear what Viserys was saying. She was she was in the room when it happened? Yeah, she, <laughs> right. I mean, we, we don't really, <laughs> but yeah, it, and it, it kind of goes from there. You know, she takes that notion and she, she runs with it within this episode. And we start to see the curiosity start to pop up within this episode. We start to see a lot of allegiances change, a lot of a lot of usurping that is going on, uh, especially with uh, Allison's, you know, uh, children. And it, it feels like they're going on a uh, it feels like Allison's trying to or at least the Green Council altogether. It's trying to um, justify this all on a what is a technicality of what they think is a technicality, but it's just one big misunderstanding. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like I'm on their side too. Cause the character I was mentioning earlier, obviously was Prince Aegon. Like, I feel like we have not had much time with him as a character. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do agree. And yeah, that I'm, that's definitely not a spoiler. It's like I said, since this is coming out after, but um, overall, you know, we, we just see these events start to unfold. Uh, we see Aegon get a little bit of cold feet um, towards um, or actually in this episode. They're playing some hide and seek. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's very um, it, I mean, it's it is a slower episode, but unlike Game of Thrones, the, the actual series, usually what would happen. And I think I've mentioned it in one of our um, reviews before is that. The, the formula, I guess you could say, for Game of Thrones is that the penultimate episode was like the climax of the entire series or the season, excuse me, of each season. Like Blackwater Bay, that was episode nine of uh, the Battle of Blackwater Bay was episode nine of season two. And, you know, episode 10 of season two was kind of the aftermath. It seems that at least for this season of House of the Dragons, since there are a few time, there's a lot of time jumps here. It, it seems th- this is a very necessary episode because, like we said, Rhaenyra is on Dragonstone. So is Damon, all their kids, like all six of them or all together. They're all there. And clearly the, the brunettes. Right. <laughs> the, the blondes and the brunettes. Um, clearly, they are not there uh, during this episode to hear the uh, news of King Viserys's um, passing. And of course, you know, we're, we're seeing, we're seeing Allison's children, um, rise to power and, um, Rhaenyra is not there to defend herself. And it is very crucial. Like this is the setup and payoff is going to be episode 10. You know, that, that episode, um, it's, it's going to be bonkers because, that is when when word travels to Rhaenyra and um, Damon, <laughs> there's going to be hell to pay. Yeah, I was going to say it feels like they're kind of um, based on what you've said. It feels like they're mixing up the formula and kind of having the finale have the uh, 
the big climax instead of the penultimate. Yeah. And um, earlier this week, um, George R. R. Martin being the, the kind man that he is, of course, he had he had said that in order to tell the, the dance of the dragons properly, we would need at least uh, four seasons, you know, 10 episodes to tell it properly. Um, I, I think HBO uh, should be wise to listen to him this time around. Um, unfortunately, you know, when it came to the later seasons in Game of Thrones, uh, I feel like uh, Benioff and Wise got a little bit too big for their britches and they kind of casted George away, um, you know, and George pleading to uh, HBO saying, hey, you know, I, I think, you know, Game of Thrones can go on for at least 10 seasons and they kind of turn around and, you know, they kind of uh, talk to Benioff and Wise about it, the showrunners, and they felt like they can do it in eight. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just this time around, let's let's correct a few mistakes so we don't repeat the same things. Let's not have history repeat itself. <laughs> but overall, it, this this episode is so it's it it is a good episode. Um, like I said, it, it's just it you know not a lot happens, but uh, Reina. Uh, the queen that never was. She um, she she makes some power moves this this episode, and that, that's all I'll say because uh, she is not happy either. <laughs> so I'm gonna leave it at that. But that was pretty much my initial thoughts as well. But Devin, did you have any final thoughts about this episode uh, before we close out here? Yeah, this episode, like you mentioned, not not a lot um, goes on, um, but I think they're doing a good job of setting up. Hopefully a big finale yeah definitely it's i mean for my final thoughts it's just it it is the calm before the storm and i my, i mean lord of the rings just finished up uh, with their season finale and i think they did a phenomenal job i mean i know a lot of people are going to be comparing both of the shows and people are already comparing house of the dragon uh, season one to game of thrones season one I wouldn't make either of those comparisons to either Rings of Power or House or uh, excuse me uh, or I, I've seen one. people throw Shiok into there and it's just like what are we even doing at that point comparing apples and oranges? Yeah, yeah, that's that's very odd. It's I mean it's it's the whole rating thing and I I, I mean it's I mean House of the Dragon is a phenomenal show. Um, there there are some great moments that I would throw into the entire you know amazing moments of Game of Thrones altogether because that is just it's pretty much all underneath one umbrella. But um, I mean, season one of Game of Thrones is so different, and it's 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 just different. I'm not saying one is better than the other, but I think I prefer season one of Game of Thrones just because it is so faithful to those books. And it is more of a slow burn, but the biggest issue that we've had with House of the Dragons that people aren't super crazy about is the time jumps. We're spending enough care, enough time with certain characters, but not all of them. And that's what Game of Thrones does so well. But I'll just leave it at that. So, yeah, final thoughts. Great penultimate episode. You know, it is, like I said, um, Rhaenyra is not going to be happy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And Damon as well. Yeah. Usurping happens a lot in Game of Thrones. But, like, this is so different because it's there's a lot. You know, I mean, Viserys passes away. It doesn't make sense that he would change his mind as to who the heir may or may not be on his deathbed to one person. That seems a little shifty to me, but 
I'm just going to leave it at that. So with all that said, that concludes our spoiler-free review of episode nine of House of the Dragon. Again, that is titled The Green Council. And really quick, just wanted to hammer it home for episode 10. That is going to be a full-on spoiler episode. Uh, We're probably not going to get to that until maybe uh, the day after the premiere. We're not going to be receiving... um, pre uh pre-screeners for that because again warner brothers does not want to you know they, they, they don't want people spoiling it and unfortunately people do and there's a lot of book readers out there that have been spoiling things on twitter as well which i'm not super crazy about or reddit or wherever you are online but overall i just want to let you guys know that but if you like what you heard on today's episode please uh, consider subscribing to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be, make sure to share an episode of the film optics podcast with a movie lover in need. And really quick, what's coming up. Um, like we said before, this is coming out like 10 PM on, uh, on, on a Sunday. So <laughs> our uh, Halloween ends review will be coming out early next week. Um, the one, uh, I want to see October, maybe the 18th, the 17th. It, it really just depends. Definitely follow us on Twitter again at film optics for that, because it's, it's weird with this being out, you know, we can't do pre-coverage for this anymore. So this has to be out by like 10 PM Eastern on a Sunday. And then going into another episode, we kind of want to, you know, space it out just a little bit for all our listeners out there. But of course, we're also going to be covering Black Adam that hits theaters um, the weekend of the 20th. I believe it's the 20th or is it the 27th? I think it's the 20th. I believe so. I think so. But um, regardless, that is another episode that we're going to be covering here on the show. Of course, we're going to be looking forward to our our House of the Dragon finale. Again, that'll be dropping um, next week, probably the Monday after the finale airs. And what's out right now that you can actually listen to, you can listen to our She-Hulk Attorney at Law finale. We just finished that a few days ago for people to listen to. We had a lot of fun there. Um, And also our Werewolf by Night and our... Uh, the Midnight Club review, which is a, which is a spoiler-free review for everyone out there to listen to. So we have a lot of stuff out. Um, feel like we're going to be slowing it down just a little bit after. <laughs> I mean, House of the Dragons almost over. Once we're done there, it's 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 smooth sailing for for a bit. Um, but with all that said, we hope you guys have a great day, and we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys in Westeros. Peace.